All right, I'm Tony, and that's Quentin. We're just two guys talking. We're still recording, and we're still trying to figure out what this is all about, and I'm enjoying myself with a nice tall glass of wine, and so I am going to unwind and try to bleep myself <laughs> because I I, uh, I can get on a tirade, as as well you know. I told Tony before we started that we weren't going to do an intro. But can I swear? No. Or no swearing, no intro. Man, this is two strikes for Tony already. Man, I'm going to the podcast next door. Now, how you been, man? Good. Just got my third monitor. Dude. I see I'm only I'm only doubling it up. And I I if I had the room for it, I would totally trifecta. I would totally, you know, make it work, but but uh how you got the two monitors? What at at one t- uh, um on, in one single purchase, right? Yeah, I got them in, back in December. Okay, but in this this last one, were you able to find it at the same place, or you had to outsource it? I got it on eBay, actually. I love eBay. That's my I first love, purchase ever a, from eBay. Dude, I have a love-hate relationship with eBay because sometimes you'll see something and it's, uh, you know, you, you'll find it on ThinkGeek and uh, it'll be, you know, 80-some dollars. And then on eBay, that exact same looking stock photograph and it'll say $10 coming from China. And I'm like, okay, well, everything freaking comes from China, fine. But then it doesn't show up until, you know, until it's too late, like a month and a half later, and it's sometimes a size too small or not exactly what you might get from Think Geek. But I, but I do find some really good things on eBay. So you found this one on eBay. Yeah, it said refurbished on it. I don't see how it's refurbished other than the fact that it looks unpacked and then repacked. Because uh, the, mod- the model is really new. So I don't see how it could be already refurbished. I'm wondering if it has to fall under those guidelines of it has to be marked as refurbished even though it's never been used because it's been like taken out of the box, sold to a third-party reseller, something like that. I want to say that has something to do with it because any time that I hear about refurbished computers being sold in a retail location and they have to explain to a customer what refurbished means, it's very similar to what you just lined out right there. So... Um, while it doesn't have the same manufacturer warranty, most likely if it's just a monitor, you, nothing's going to happen, man. I mean, I don't even yeah. think you have to worry about war- warranty or, or, uh, or getting insurance for it, to be honest with you. I know we talked about insurance a couple of days ago, but unless you plan on spilling the coffee on it or breaking it over the head with somebody that's, you know, s- sniping you in the back and Titanfall, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm going to send you a photo of it right now. There you well, go. To those listening, the photo looks ooh, pretty. It's all colorful. Now, you didn't take that photo just now. You took that no. was previously, right? Okay. Man, I like that razor chroma background right there. Quinn, you got it all legitimatized, and that's not a that's not a word. Um, hey, is that a is that a mini NES in there? That is. Are you just are you just happy to see me? Oh, that's cool. No, that's that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's dope, dude. I I know you said that you uh, go through different in, uh, incarnations of how your desk is set up, and I wish, I so wish I had the um, 
the ability to be able to do that. But uh, tell me, why three? Other than being able to say I've got three and other than the fact that I want three, why do you, Quentin McKinnon of of Utah, United States of America, longitude, latitude, <laughs> this place right here, why do you need a third monitor, gosh darn it? You and my wife are asking the same question. <laughs> well, I'm um, asking solely so I have arsenal if I need reasons, not because I disagree with your reasoning. <laughs> I got it for gaming, mainly. I wanted to have a more cockpit-style view, especially for games like Forza. Um, I've realized that when I'm playing on triple monitors, when I've gotten that to do that at CES or E3, that the triple monitors really is what sells it to me, that it's just amazing to sit in that. And I was like, I can bring this at home, but not for two grand per monitor, as I, you know, they're showing off, you know, three, four K monitors that are way too big and curved and just overkill. Okay, so these are these are 1080p running through HDMI, right? Correct. Well, what's the ref- uh, what's the refresh rate? Sixty. Okay, I, and this is not a tech show, guys. We don't want to get too techy, but this is, in all honesty, this is very important to me. So, <laughs> I wanted and, it's, to... and it's basics. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Come on. If you're listening to this, you, uh, you, you're listening to this, one, because you're awesome, but two, because you know us um, or you know someone who knows us who recommended this podcast to you. And um, this might be something that you either have already uh, or you want to have. And thus, here's another reason to have a cockpit in your uh, in your office. And why not? Why the heck not? Oh, dude, I've been playing... Uh... Grand Theft Auto and jumping in the jets is the best feeling because you seriously have like the side windows of the jet. You can see in your peripherals. It is the best feeling. Okay. Um, we're going to have to pause this podcast as I go and buy a third monitor. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The, the, the problem that I have is um, other than the, um, the finances being directed toward, um, tiny children that supposedly need love, care, and clothes and food. Um, the other problem is my my gaming rig only has two DVI inputs. I don't I don't have HDMI; they're DVI, and I don't have a third one. So that would, to me, and maybe I'm wrong about this, uh, mean that I have to get a new graphics card, which would support more than just two monitors. If it makes you feel any better, I am running one monitor off of HDMI, one monitor off of DVI, and one monitor off of DisplayPort. Okay, well, I don't even have those other options, so it doesn't make me feel better. You just made me feel worse because you, my friend, just showed me that you have options, whereas I do not in the Soviet Union of Tony Hannity. So um, I am going to... Uh, after this episode, look into how much a an upgraded graphics card might be that would fit my rig. But other than that, dude, no, that's that's seriously legit. That's awesome, and I'm glad that uh, you were able to. You know, I think we talked about this what last Monday. You turned around, you said, "F it, I'm getting it now." And then by what Friday or Saturday, you had it, and you were already rocking and rolling. So that's great. That's really cool. Yeah, luckily it's not exactly hard to set up those things. I've been learning a lot with the uh, NVIDIA 
surround, which is the computer's ability to turn all three monitors into one monitor. So games will recognize, I'm not trying to display on this one monitor, they're all the same monitor, so I'm trying to display on everything. And I've been learning about that because it, it screws with the taskbar. That's good, man. At least you're learning. And then you can <laughs> teach me a few things when, when I get to your level. Because you are definitely a level above when it comes to, uh, to your gaming setups. What have you been up to, man? So recently I surprised my wife and we went and saw Harry Potter, the first movie but with the Utah Symphony Orchestra playing the music live during the movie. So are all the orchestras doing this? Because my father just saw Jaws with the San Francisco Symphony playing the soundtrack live. I don't know if this is like a popular thing that's been coming up, but man, it was awesome, except for... I am so envious of you, seriously. Once again, you got three monitors, you get to go see Harry Potter live... What the heck, dude? Can I marry you? Is that allowed? I'm married already. Okay, no, scratch that. No, but you guys had fun. That's great. When you say surprise, when you say surprise, set the stage. When you say surprise, did you say, "Hey, let's go out"? What did you? How did? How did you do it? Did you tell her like before you guys left, um, so so she knew how to dress up, or you're just like dress up nice? And I'm going to drive, and you're just going to have to have to trust me. So I told her that we had something going on, because the thing is, is her birthday's coming up next week. Uh, so, shoot. So the reason I did it is because her birthday's coming up next week, and this was the only day that they had available other than December, which is kind of far out for a birthday gift. So I decided to grab these, and I just told her, hey, we had something going on on this day. And when I got home... When I got home from work, I just told her, this is what we're doing. Get ready. And I I, I told her then, so that way she could be properly dressed for it, because it was outdoors, and she's like, what are we doing outdoors? And I was like, don't worry about it. So I made sure she was able to dress accordingly because it was going to go into dark. So we got uh, all set, headed up the mountain and got to watch it on a ski hill. The only sad part was is uh, someone someone had a heart attack in the crowd. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Um, not Not to sound rude but how did that affect the rest of the show nothing really uh once okay. that was all handled i mean they stopped the show they paused they they paused and you know wanted to focus on what was going on said everyone just please just sure. chill for a minute let the paramedics do their job and we'll go from there and people were really nice about do it you, do you know if they were okay so I have no idea. Uh, we never got word back or okay. anything like that. The um, my wife works for a doctor as a medical assistant. 
and she said he wasn't looking oh, that good. Right. But oh, we don't have a verdict. How far away? How far away were you guys from the incident? Uh, twenty feet. Oh wow! So you were fairly close. Yeah, and relatively speaking, I mean, this is this is an outdoor of of uh, um, venue, so yeah. it, it's it, it's probably fairly large. Yeah, it was on well, a ski hill. The, hopefully they're okay. Well, let me put it this way. When they got the guy down, they got him to the ambulance. They drove away with their lights off. Okay. Well, Godspeed and, uh, uh, you know, our condolences and hope he's okay. He or she is okay. If not, condolences. And um, I'm sorry that happened on such an um, such an occasion for you and your wife. All right, so bringing it back to the actual event and all, you said this was an, on a um, was it a mountainside? Is this the famous outdoor movie theater that I hear so much about, or is this one of those kind of outdoor movie theaters? What, what is it exactly? So, if you're talking a famous outdoor theater, there is one down south that's up against like a giant red rock mountain kind of deal. Um, I don't. Yeah, think, that's the one I'm thinking about. I don't think this is that one, but it was really awesome okay. to sit on a ski hill and watch a movie. How cold was it though? You said it was at out, like at night. I mean, they started about seven p.m. I wasn't cold. Uh, towards the end, when at how, the vi- how cold does it get in U- in in Utah? Like at night, like around ten, in the mountains of all places. Like right now, let's well, let's see. It's one forty-three a.m. Hey Siri, what's the current weather in Park City? It appears to be clear right now in Park City, with a temperature of fifty-nine degrees. Okay, that's doable. So you bundled up, basically, though. You had a bundle. I had a scarf that I bought at the venue, but that was it. All right, Mister Warm Blood Body Man. Fine, <laughs> I would be, I would be really, really cold. But whatever. This is not about me. It's about you. Well, that's awesome, dude. I don't. Once again, Quentin, you make me feel less of a man because I haven't done anything. No, honestly, like I haven't done anything like super like special for my wife for a long time, and that's that's no fault of my own. But you know, like I said, I my, my excuses are more to the to the um, the overarching theme of family first. Like you know, if we're gonna do something, if we're gonna spend even a hundred fifty two hundred dollars to do something we are going to involve the whole family, my son, my daughter, you know, what have you. Um, I did, however, take her out for our anniversary in May. We went to a really nice fondue place here in Northern California. Yeah, it was our first time. We've heard many good things about it. It's called the Melting Pot. We got one of those out Um, here. I hate to buzz market. Oh, so you know of this place. I know it's expensive. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, the um, so what what's really confusing is because my experience with formage as uh the French call it is that when you when you get cheese fondue is that that is your meal. But apparently at the melting pot, no no no, that is not your meal. Your meal is a meal in which you can fondue separately. But the cheese aspect of it is more of a, a aperitif. It, it's more of a, 
you know, your hors d'oeuvre. And, you know, halfway into the appetizer, the other uh, synonym for it, I was getting kind of full. And then I realized, oh, wait, I still have an entree I have to eat. So needless to say, it is very expensive for what it is. It is also um, a great atmosphere. And um, although they are supposed to, uh, if you specify in your reservation that you have a special engagement, you know, a party or a birthday or an anniversary, they're supposed to give you a special dessert. They did not do that for us, which is kind of sad, but hey, it, it, it was what it was. The reason why I asked you about how, how did you keep it from your wife, this amazing surprise, I'm terrible at keeping things from my wife. <laughs> like I, I'm a very, I'm a very bad liar. And so I was really good up until a point. Like I had her in the car. The kids were dropped off at a friend's house. I had her in the car and I took the long way around. Like I could, I could take the shortcut and she would know exactly where we're going. But I took the long way around so long that when we pass the exit to get to the restaurant, she even looked at me and said, are we going to the melting pot? And all I could do is just look straight ahead into traffic and try not to smile but I know the corners of my mouth started to curl up as she asked me that. And I tried to defer it. I tried to deflect and say, no, we're, we're going to Tiburon. There's a great view of the San Francisco Bay. I want to show it to you with this, you know, well, I want to take pictures with you there. Um, yeah, she's, she's, she's a smart cookie. And so she, <laughs> she saw right through me, but no, it was good. Uh, and then, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I remember when uh, I asked her to marry me, uh, I was, you know, fumbling for the ring in my pocket, which was in the wrong pocket. So I was trying to find it in the other pocket. And you can imagine this really sweaty, nervous guy looking through all his pockets while still trying to keep eye contact with the woman that he loves. And she's just like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, nothing's going on, dear. And I got got on my knee. She's like, I knew exactly what you were doing. Like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm bad at this game. I'm bad at the game of life. I need a redo. <laughs> I've been asking all the questions. So I'm going to I'm gonna put the mic away and just let you go and you talk. So what have you been playing? What have, what have I been playing? Yes. Well, on console, I haven't been playing much. I didn't because ask about console. I said, what job... have you been playing? Okay. Well, I was just getting to that before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> so on console, I haven't been playing much. But on mobile, um, I have been very busy and my battery is not very happy with me. So I've been playing two games on mobile. One is a Facebook game, but it's also a standalone game. By mini clip called uh, for F's sake, what's it called? It basically is pool. It, you can play it. it. It's billiards. You can play it in Facebook Messenger, and it's 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 so addictive. I'm actually playing against Quentin, and I I think that's why he alludes to this. And it's one of those games where you can totally put it down 
But why the heck would you? I mean, you're just one shot away from victory, and you might as well take the shot. Next thing you know, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and you're still playing the same three people, and all of you realize, wow, we need to get to sleep. So that's that's that kind of game. And um, the the game got me so involved to the point that I wanted to actually play the real game that you can you know that you can download as a standalone app. I went ahead and did that and I played that game so hardcore for a good month. Um I was so into the game. I was actually spending real money to actually go into tournaments where I would win fake money. Like the 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 return on investment wasn't any return. It was just like this this superficial winning but to say i have these rings these fake digital rings from all these different cities around the globe because i am a good billiards player on a phone that makes me happy so luckily i only spent about five bucks so i'm not i'm not in the hole that much with with the game um but more recently the game that's kind of taken over my life um is a game that has never left my side since essentially day two because day one it didn't come out for my phone but that is pokemon go now say what you will but the game is awesome it is it has gotten 20 times better than it was when it first came out quentin and i both agree because we both still play we played a little bit when we were uh, uh when we we're hanging out together in las vegas which was awesome but now now is the time now is the time to get that app back on your phone to which you can join up with up to 20 other players and fight against legendary Pokemon. And while that might seem inane and silly and like super strange from an outsider's point of view, you got to go to these raids when you're like just watching a raid where like I said, up to 20 people in one battle, and there can be multiple battles at these raids just going at it on their phone. It's not just about beating the Pokemon, but it's also like you're meeting people from all walks of life, which is, it's great. I met I met a, a friend of my son's that was battling the Pokemon. I was like, aren't you my son's friend? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, what are you doing here? And him and my son hung out for a second. And then there was a 70-year-old lady who brought her own chair to sit down while she battled. Uh, there was a, a World War II veteran who, who battles just to keep his, uh, his uh, hand-eye coordination, um, you know, on point. I, I mean, and then there's whole families. So I love the game. Um, even during the dark times, I love the game. And today... Recording on the first of August, well, I guess yesterday, but today you can now start uh, raiding for Moltres, the the famed legendary for Team Valor, the Firebird. Hooray. And I rate I rated two today, and I beat two of the raids, and I lost two of the birds and did not capture them. So I am I'm sans Moltres right now. And if you want to see the whole kind of un- envelope of the, the whole 
the whole thing envelop. Um, I have a vlog post going up later on today. You can watch that lazy Tony vlogs, but nice plug. Yeah, it was, it was just a lot of fun, man. That's no plug. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not shameless. Um, no, but it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Have you rated yet? I know you said you went out with your cousin last week. It wasn't, wasn't so successful, but have you, have you gone since then? I haven't gone since then. I haven't had time. I've been doing other things, but yeah, no, I did, I think three or four of them and didn't catch anything, but you know, that's not the most important thing for me. I'm, I just enjoy the game. Yeah. I mean, that was the one thing we had one guy who he claimed he had fought in over 12 raids for the Lugia, which again, on record, I will say that is the strangest name, Lugia. In English, a Lugi is not something that you want to catch. Um, but in, in any event, he had raided uh, over 12 Lugia. He beat them in the raid, but to catch them, he was not successful. But he still he was still playing. He still enjoyed the game. And... I think at the end of the day, that's what that's what matters, you know. Um, I think it, it really helps to play the game with other people who have that same sentiment. Definitely. If there are people, and I mean that goes with any game, right? I mean, if whenever I play a game with you, whether it be for work purposes or if it's just for fun, you know where my mind's at, and I know where your mind's at. So if I were to mess around in Titanfall, I think I would piss you off pretty quickly. You might not tell me, but I would piss you off pretty quickly. Like, what the heck is this guy doing? Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't really be taking it seriously. But if we both had a game like Forza Horizon 3, where it's cool to mess about and it's cool to just to have fun, and you're both in that same mindset, you're going to have a ball. You're going to love it. And that's how, that's how Pokemon Go was for me. And I went with my kids, too. And my son plays, my daughter, she just likes running around and, and dancing. And uh, that apparently, apparently her dancing attracts Pokemon, which is fine. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. So let her dance, do her thing. If it gets you more Pokemon and if it gets you rarer ones, I'll tell you the most fruitful time I've ever had on that game was when I went to Florida uh, back in July. I caught everything I was missing. I mean, I found an executor, <laughs> which is a... Stage three evolution and a victory bell. Yeah, the executor comes from. Uh, oh, it's a stage two. Comes from the uh, execute. Yeah, it's stage two. It's stage two. It co- it comes from the execute from those eggs with with faces, with a broken egg. Which <laughs> it's weird. It's like why is why is your form uh, a baker's dozen and one of your eggs is broken. Like, why is that your form? I mean, if you like, think about <laughs> what's wrong if with you, you think about Pokemon for a minute, it really breaks down. I mean, like coughing, wheezing. I mean, one of them's named Snake, spelled backwards, and Cobra still ba- spelled backwards. Like, it, it really breaks down, and then you have <laughs> you have the damn snow cone that is like in Gen Seven or whatever the um, crap we're on now. There's the snow cone and like the key ring. And it's it like honestly for me it's painful to look at, but then I look at this Gen One Pokemon, and it's it's the same thing over again. Where there's just like <laughs> Voltorb and uh, Electrode are they're the same one? They're this yeah they're the same one. One's flipped upside down. 
but they're giant pokeballs. That's all they are. It's like, how lazy were you? We're like, okay, we need, we need an electric type. How about a giant pokeball? No, no, that wouldn't work. What about a giant pokeball with eyes? There you go. Oh, with eyes, huh? <laughs> That's different. Um, I mean, I, I will say with the, uh, with the names, I think that's more of a an anglified thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know if the Japanese names for for all the Pokemon had the same problems where it was just flipped around. I don't know if they have the ability in their alphabet and their language to be able to do exactly that. But the way that they look, I mean, what's that one? The she's purple and she's got big boobs. I call I call her Big Jinx? Boobs. Boobarella. What's her name? Jinx. She used to be. She used to be black. Like it, it's a known fact that 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 Pokemon was black oh, with and black basically face, blackface. Yeah. It was basically blackface, and they're like, "Hey, you can't bring that over here, black. You here's our culture. Here's our history. Okay, we'll make it purple. All right, there we go. So yeah, it's it's not perfect. It definitely has its issues. Don't forget the episode with the uh, in the TV show the episode with Porygon that caused seizures for like I think it was like 500 yes. children yeah. in Japan. Mhm. Yeah, I got banned. I remember that. I've got a Porygon too. Did you know that? I I uh, I was able to evolve my Porygon. I don't even have Porygon 1. Well, go out there and catch them all, my friend. Uh but yeah, no it's the the game, the lore, the whole the whole franchise just like any franchise, is not perfect. But what it does do, I think, at least for the games aspect, whether it be Pokemon Go or the DS games, um, or even the card games even, man, it brings people together. Y'all have common interests. And next thing you know, you'll find out that you have other interests. And it might be something like, oh, you all like to play basketball too? So you're nerds and you want to be sporty? That's cool. Let's go play basketball after this. And I, I think that's... That's one thing I love about Pokemon Go because it does force people who are maybe not the most social people to get outside and start talking to people. And uh, but it doesn't in such a way that it's not, you know, it, it's not so scary. And and I I definitely enjoy that. It's definitely a fun game. I've never I've never really seen my uh, cousin who I occasionally play with. I've never seen him be so active. And this game has really gotten him up and going. That's for sure. There you go. That's great. A lot of your family's still in Utah? Uh, we're a bit spread out. Uh, I've got people in Utah. I've got people in southern Utah. I've got a lot out of state. We're a small family, though. It's my wife's family that's like... I, I joined her family. I'm like, your family's not that big. And then she started breaking it down for me. And it's just... it. It's too big. It's It's too big. um yeah i don't know if you know this but asian families are huge (laughs) (laughs) and um so my my wife's mother's side uh we know a few cousins from that side but not not a huge amount I, i would say maybe a handful and a half of her cousins that she knows she Facebooks them and occasionally will, you know, off, offer to hang out with them whenever they're in town or in the area. But my wife's father's side, you can't escape them. 
Because if it's not the direct cousins, it's like a cousin of a cousin who's still your cousin. But then there's the uncle who's the cousin, but they're your cousin because the person was a, was a neighbor across the street from the uh, old village on the island. So they're still considered family um, and and they're your cousins, but not by the anglified version of cousins, but they're your cousins. And I'm listening to like my wife tell me how everybody's connected. And I got lost by like the third <laughs> word she said. And I was like, okay, I think, I think, I think all I need to know is that you love them all and I should love them all. And hopefully they accept me for who I am. And uh, yeah, no, it's, it's awesome because I didn't grow up with really with the big family. I don't know about you, but I, I grew up with you know just my my mom, my dad, myself, my uh, my dad's brother, his kids, his wife, and that was about it. That was like the the extent to an extended family that I knew. Um, and then thank you to the advent of Facebook, I come to find out that I have a huge, huge uh, part of my dad's side uh, in England who, by the way, we never visited when we lived in England. So still to this day, I'm, I'm mad at him that I never got to meet that side of the family in person. But uh, Facebook definitely has opened my my worldview to uh, where uh, my, 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 at least my dad's uh, family blood has, uh, has uh, well, bled out. Is that the analogy? Where my dad's family is, we'll we'll stick with that. <laughs> if I remember, it's uh, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. If I remember correctly, it's yes. Yeah, how many? That's how many times? No, it's, I thought it's six degrees. I thought it's six degrees of Kevin. You is could, it six or seven? You could be right. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'm sure somebody will let us know though. Uh, but the the premise is is you can you can go in and go through a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. And I'm not uh, sorry, a family member of a family member, and so on, until you get to Kevin Bacon. Can you do it? I've never done it. I didn't know it was like a thing that you could do. If you include friends and family members, I can do it. But I don't know if you're in this hypothetical game of Kevin Bacon, <laughs> if you're allowed to include friends and family. But so let me go ahead and do it real quick. So my dad's cousin's son who uh, lives in England worked on a set who also worked with uh, a guy who was um, and uh, who was grip on a film that Kevin Bacon was in is, is that allowed you know what I mean like it it's it's sketchy it's not like directly shaking hands with Kevin Bacon but he was in the vicinity of Kevin Bacon mm-hmm that's my six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. So I can say I know him by osmosis or something. 